This is Look West, a podcast from California's Assembly Democrats. For most of us, pandemic, social distancing, and quarantine are words we rarely, if ever, used. Now, because of the coronavirus, phrases like alone together and flatten the curve are being used every day. I'm Pablo Espinosa with Look West. Until the coronavirus hit, public health had not been a popular topic on social media or in the real world for years. Sure, the world has fought off viruses like the bird flu and Ebola, but there has not been a truly global pandemic since 1918. Now, with the COVID-19 outbreak shattering the people and economies of much of the planet, public health is the center of everyone's attention. California's Director of Public Health, Dr. Sonia Angel, said at a recent news conference, public health is a team sport and we must work together to protect each other and the healthcare delivery system. Our best defense against this virus is the types of implementation interventions that we currently are putting in place and we must continue to reinforce. That is washing hands, physical distance, and staying at home as often and for as much time as possible. That prevents exposure to other individuals who could pass the infection to you. And secondly, our care delivery system must be protected because when people get sick, if we don't defend our care delivery system, it won't be there to save lives. The healthcare delivery system, hospitals, testing centers, doctor's offices, and other medical facilities are the front lines of public health. Due to the coronavirus, many facilities have struggled to find enough protective equipment, ventilators, the space for beds needed during a surge, and in some parts of California, enough doctors and nurses. Hannah, a registered nurse working in COVID-19 intensive care unit of a Northern California hospital, says working at the intersection of healthcare and public health during a pandemic can be frightening. Oh, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. I'm so scared. You know, it's, it's kind of like the war story of our time, at least for nurses, but it's, a, you know, the enemy is invisible. Um, so it's really scary, the idea of bringing something home to, you know, I'm not scared necessarily for myself. Um, the scariest part is the idea that I can, you know, give something to someone I love who isn't, you know, who is more vulnerable. Hannah is taking extra precautions to reduce the chance she'll bring the coronavirus home from work. There's a lot of nurses that are stripping down at their back doors or in their garages. Um, I'm one of them. Um, I'm I'm fortunate that our employer provides us like surgical scrubs to, to change into at work. So we all come, we change into our work scrubs, um, which usually only happens if you work you know, in an in, in operating room or in labor delivery or, you know, some, some kind of more sterile environment. But um, we come and we, we change into our work scrubs and I put on, you know, my, my clothes and I go home and then I still strip down. At the, and I have different shoes I change into from the hospital. Then I come home and I strip down at the back door and, and, I, um, and then I um, run straight to the bathroom and I get and take a hot shower. You know, I disinfect everything that I I disinfect my water bottle and my phone and my badge and anything that I have with me throughout the day and 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 I do the best I can but um and I everyone's doing it differently. I know that there's some nurses that are taking it very seriously and they isolate themselves from their families or 
um, you send their kids away and, and we're all doing the best I can. For me, I decided that, you know, we needed to stay together as a family unit, especially because I have a seven-month-old baby and I'm breastfeeding. And I decided that the best thing for her was to be getting that breast milk and be near me. And, um, and that, you know, sometimes you weigh, have to weigh the pros and cons of the stress and what that would do to your wellness. I have to be able to come home and be with my family. She says everyone in the medical community is dealing with an extra layer of stress. We're tired, you know, we're stressed out. A lot of us, you know, we don't have daycare. We're isolated from our friends and family, probably more so than other people are um, because of the nature of our work and the patient population we're working with. Dr. Joaquin Arambula, who now serves as the state assembly member from Fresno, worked in one of California's busiest emergency rooms. I worked at a level one trauma center, the busiest trauma ER we have in our state. And I didn't know where those problems came from, but you need people going into those problems, trying to solve them to make them better. Dr. Arambula says working in a hospital often means long shifts, sometimes back to back. And the coronavirus crisis makes that even more common. Oftentimes people who are doing shifts, they, they group them. That's how, that's how I did them. I, I do two, three, five, seven, whatever it was in a group and do those shifts in a row and you're in a groove and you get your sleep pattern and you know what it is that you're doing. And you're working with consistent personnel on back-to-back nights. That's your system. That's your rhythm. That's how you do it. But a lot of those nurses struggle if you don't live directly next to the hospital. A lot of times you can't afford to do that. And that then means that you're traveling long distances and you're working 12-hour shifts and you got to come back the next day and you may have doubles and... Because of that, the governor invested in hotels and motels to support our frontline workers right now. Compounding the stress on the nurses, technicians, and others on the front lines of our healthcare system is a physician and medical personnel shortage in some areas of California, such as the Central Valley that Dr. Arambula represents in the state assembly. He says that challenge is even more noticeable because of the coronavirus outbreak. One of the issues that we have that we've always struggled with are number of physicians, number of providers, number of people who take care of our community. And so that problem is only exacerbated during a pandemic like now. And so I'm trying hard to think of strategies beyond just increasing the number of beds, but increasing the number of bodies who are helping to take care of our community. Now, one of those things I did was actually sign up for healthcore.ca.gov that I think is helpful for those who are trying to give back. People who are either recently retired or have changed careers or are actually out of state trying to come back into California have a chance to look west here to practice medicine and to work on the front lines or to work in the overflow areas. Dr. Arambula, like the state public health director, sees testing as a key to getting past the coronavirus crisis. And he says that means testing for everyone. I don't get the uh, luxury 
of only representing for those who got a chance to vote for me or vote for anyone else. I represent a community that is also 20% undocumented because they're an essential part of our workforce, an essential part of my community, I also feel it essential to stand up for them. And during this crisis and during this time of fear, there are lots of people in my community who didn't feel safe to come out and get care, who couldn't afford to get care, who couldn't feel that it was enough right now when people are struggling to make ends meet to go and actually get tested for what might be COVID-19 right now. But a few days ago, the governor and the administration took a leadership role and said that DHCS would deem it an emergency, as it is during a public health emergency, to make sure that all Californians get tested and treatment for COVID-19. That was a big step to help to protect our undocumented community. And I was proud that day to help to advocate and change that trajectory. And that's because we are stronger when it's a California for all. Arambula says he's hoping the healthcare system keeps using some of the technology being used during the pandemic after the crisis has passed. There are a lot of parts of our healthcare system that are not being fully utilized right now. And I think we need to take this pandemic as a chance to actually have that conversation about what telehealth means and how we can move this forward. If, if we can communicate via podcast, if we can do this via Zoom, why can't we have some amount of relationship between a patient and their physician that occurs in those same meetings? And he's hoping the state doesn't lose sight of the need for healthcare system reforms once the current problem has diminished. I recognize that the um, budget climate and times are different today because our economy will look different. But I hope we don't lose the sight that the value was important that we need to continue to push forward when we can, when our economy allows us to ensure that we cover everybody because that's how public health is better for us as a state. But right now, Dr. Arambula says containing the coronavirus and maintaining public health remains a challenge all of us must meet together. Social distancing, which is really actually just physical distancing. That's the way I try and think of it. Shelter in place, stay at home, wash your hands, do the things we've always talked about. I think it's a good way to stay safe, to practice your life, and to live your life. Those efforts will be crucial as we look to the future. Once again, California's Public Health Director, Dr. Sonia Angel. This is a conversation about modifying about modifying, about transitioning from where we are now to a point in the future when COVID-19 no longer poses a threat to our population. That time period, this time period that we're entering is not about going back to where we were before. It's about going forward in ways that is health, are healthy for all of us, but it won't look the same. Our physical health, both individually and as a community, is only one part of our overall public health. Our mental health must also be addressed 
In the next Look West episode, we'll look into that aspect of the challenge facing Californians. I'm Pablo Espinosa with Look West. Stay safe. The Look West podcast is produced by the California Assembly Democrats. When you think of California and politics, remember to look west.